Hello, and welcome to episode 19 of the Haiku Chronicle podcast. If you've not listened before, my name is Patricia, and I started this podcast to keep an account of my learning progress in the world of haiku. And I thought that I would share what I was learning along the way with you. Who knows? Perhaps you can learn with me and share your thoughts and tips with me via the Poetry P website. I've lots to tell you this week. First, a warm welcome back to Giddy Nelson Sweep, who we first met on episode 12. She's an absolute legend as far as I'm concerned. And if you've not listened to that episode, go back and hear her haiku. It's wonderful. And you'll hear her new haiku later in the show. Of course, I have a little haiku of my own to share with you, but first, it's back to articles. If you remember in last week's show, I talked about the definite and indefinite article. This week, I want to do a follow-up. When I'm looking for guidance on a topic, one of the places I go to is the blog of Alan Summers. And when I was putting together the podcast for last week, I had a look at his blog, but couldn't find anything, so I sent him an email. Bless him, he wrote a piece for the podcast, but due to an overzealous host server, I didn't get it in time. However, it's so good that I want to share some of the ideas from it with you today, and of course I'll put the link on the show notes so you can read it in its entirety. In his piece, Alan suggests that the haiku are often a bridge of nuance. It's a phrase he's devised himself. I'll try and praise what he means, but I think you should read the article for his definition, just to be on the safe side. He suggests that creating a haiku is like building a bridge over a void. The words we choose transport the poem across the divide and we need to choose those words very carefully to give the poem its nuance. And the way I see it is that if we choose the wrong words we'll not carry the reader to the other side. Alan sees articles as one of the potential building blocks of haiku a building block that can make or break these short poems, and which is often left out when it should firmly remain in. To be honest, it's something he's said to me about my haiku in the past. Hopefully, I've learnt my lesson. I'd like to read a few versions of a haiku that Alan uses in his piece. Sunlit brick, the house passes along a train. Sunlit brick, A house passes along a train. Sunlit brick, each house passes along the train. Tell me which one of them works best for you. And if you do choose one, do you know why it works best? Have a read of the article. Alan will explain the process and, I hope, tell you why you like the one that you do. Next, this haiku from Alan. Night of small colour, a part of the underworld becomes one heron. What do you think of his use of the article? I really recommend that you read his explanation of this haiku. It certainly opened my eyes and made me think. I'd like to end this part of the podcast by quoting from Alan again. Use articles sparingly and know when they are needed and engage with the fluidity of a line, as sometimes neglecting our articles We might sound like an orc from The Lord of the Rings, or a Dalek from Doctor Who, or even Yoda from Star Wars. And it might sound fun for a short time, 
but it will start to grate. Don't exterminate articles. Love them. They are your little friends in the land of haiku. Thanks, Helen. This is a really interesting piece. Now, what have I been writing this week? Actually, I've been a bit of a slacker. I was travelling on business and slipped back into my old ways. Too much time spent on work and not enough on the more important things in life, including haiku. That's not to say that I haven't written every day, but I haven't worked on many of them to make them presentable, if you know what I mean. However, I do have this one that's a bit more evolved than the others. Living as I do in a landlocked country, I sometimes miss the sea, and last week I was lucky enough to be beside it, and took a few walks along the beachfront. The wind was strong and the sea was crashing to the shore, but in a quiet sheltered spot I came across this scene. An inlet, in the mirror, a seagull. I hope it brings you the sense of peace it brought to me. And now for Giddy. Giddy, if you remember, comes from Australia, near Brisbane. And despite having MS, she amazes me with her output of haiku and the projects she has on the go. She is developing a book of photos and haiku with her friend Dawn, more of that in another episode, and writing a book about her childhood growing up on a farm in the Australian bush. Her haiku. Crested pigeons must be given their seed. Breakfast delayed. This haiku resonated with me because pigeons have moved into our neighbourhood. It's been a hard winter, lots of snow, as you know if you've been listening to me, and the pigeons have cottoned on to the three sets of bird feeders in the gardens in my immediate vicinity. They've pushed out the smaller birds, and they strut about the place as if they own it. I can well imagine the sight in Giddy's garden. Thanks so much, Giddy, for your haiku, and your support and inspiration. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining me again. I have a request for you. I'm asking for haiku submissions on the topic of a typical breakfast where I live. Submissions open on the 24th of March and close on the 6th of April. It would be great if you submit yourself, and if you could spread the word to anyone you know who write haiku, I'd be eternally grateful. You might wonder, why this topic? Well, I was watching tourists from another continent eat their breakfast in my hotel this week, and they had very interesting combinations on their plates. I realised that I'd probably done the same when visiting other continents, and I got to wondering about what a typical breakfast would look like in other parts of the world. I'm looking forward to reading your breakfast-inspired haiku. Oh, and just one more thing. No podcast next week. It's Easter, and I've got the family home. If you celebrate Easter, I hope it's a happy one. See you in a couple of weeks. Take care now.